Welcome to Season 3 of the Rooted in God's Word podcast. I am Becky Meyerson and I am so glad you are here. This season is all about everyday women making God's Word real in our lives and living it out moment by moment. You will hear from women just like you, filled with the busyness and joys of life and also meditating on God's Word and listening to His voice throughout their every day. I'm at my kitchen table recording today. The sun is shining and I am so excited to introduce my guest. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of tea, and join us. Everyday women, I am so excited about this episode with my guest, Brooke Peterson from Well Women Co. Brooke is an author, podcaster, wife, mom, so much more. Welcome, Brooke. Thank you, Becky. I'm so honored to be here. I love what you are doing to equip women, and it's just fun to have a conversation today. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Hey, why don't we start off with you just telling um, the audience uh, about yourself. Tell us about you, your family, and then what what a typical day looks like for you. Sure. Well, like you mentioned, my name is Brooke Peterson. I live in a northern suburb of Minneapolis. Um, I've been married for almost 10 years, which I cannot even believe, Becky. I'm <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I have a six-year-old girl and an almost four-month-old baby. Oh. And uh, my background is as a ministry student um, turned hairstylist turned entrepreneur. <laughs> I love it. So I have a, I have a varied background, very past. Um, but fast forward, I established, like you mentioned, Well Women Co., which stands for collaborative in 2018. And that was after I wrote my first book. And this book was simply sharing my testimony of disordered eating, poor body image that I had been bound with for over a decade and the Lord set me free Becky in a moment. And so that really turned my life upside down and a book was birthed. Um, and then well women co, which I have done um, coaching with women health programs and, um, events in person. And really, uh, my heart is for women, um, similarly to you. And I really value wellness from a physical standpoint, emotional standpoint and spiritual. I don't think we can have one without the other for you know, vibrant health that the Lord has for each one of us. I absolutely um, so- agree. And by the way, listener, all of this, all of the links to Brooke, they'll be just listed in the podcast notes. So you can go there. So, so, wow. Mm-hmm. I'm so with you, Brooke, but what does a typical day look like for you? Yes. Well, like I mentioned, I have a four month old son. (laughs) And so my life has been turned upside down the last several months in a most beautiful way. And so, you know, currently I have really stepped back from a lot of um, programs I was launching right now. I'm just doing the podcast and I'm just soaking up every moment of being a mom again with a baby and helping my six-year-old transition and really savoring uh, my time at home with them. So It looks like changing diapers, um, feeding, and um, doing things like this when I have the margin. I love that. You know, me too. I I look back over seasons of my life, and there are those seasons when we've got those little ones just right there in our arms, and that is the focus. That is where we're at. Uh, I think God loves that. I think he smiles down on all of that, and then there's always time that all of those things, the other things that we love will come back into our lives. You know, it's just such, such a blessing. So, hey, just for fun, 
I want to ask you, tell us one item that you have in your fridge or in your pantry that you always want to have on hand. Yeah, Becky, I love this question. And I could say like five different things, but I thought about it really hard and I'm going to land on coconut oil. I feel like coconut oil, it's like you heard that saying I had 99 problems and then coconut oils, you know, fix like 89 (laughs) of them. I I have never heard that. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's it's like a quote from a song and, you know, it's just a funny little thing, but it's so true because I use it for high heat cooking, baking, body products. I slathered on my child or myself for lotion. (laughs) It's like this cure-all. It's kind of like apple cider vinegar, if listeners are familiar with that. Yes, I am. Um, So it's just something, you know, I can throw my coffee. It's so versatile. I have a daily carrot salad, which I could have a whole nother podcast about. Um, I like, (laughs) I like putting in my carrot salad. So I feel like that's just so versatile, really healthy. And yeah, so I'd say coconut oil. Okay. So I love the coconut oil thing. And I, I, now that you say it, I do use it as a lotion. I've got, I've got a couple of jars where I've added some essential oils in. So add a little bit of nice smell to it, you know, and, um, but this carrot salad thing, girl, carrot we're going to, we're going to have to mm-hmm. have another podcast on that because yeah. I'm just going to have to find out what that is. <laughs> so yeah. It's a, it's a must, ha- it's a must for women. Oh my goodness. Right, okay. Yeah. Yes. Another Great. time when we get together. Carrot right. salad it is. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what book, podcast, or author is inspiring you right now? Um, you know what I would say again, my season of life is with not a lot of margin to read. And that's not just with moms with babies, right? Someone could be yeah. listening in there, they have a busy career, just a season of life that's very fruitful. So I'm finding myself in one of those seasons where I don't have extended time to read. Um, however, I've loved the Passion Translation. Are you familiar with that? Yes, I am. The Passion Translation. And they have in the back of the book, if you get the hard copy, they have a year in a Bible, Bible in a year plan. And so it's really doable, really digestible. And what I love about the Passion Translation is actually the footnotes. It's so rich. Yes. And so even though I'm not reading a lot as far as quantity. It's um, just been so encouraging in my, in my life to get that in and to read deeper into what the text meant through the footnotes. And I have to share this because this was the Proverbs of the day. Can I share this real quick? Yes. I thought it was kind of interesting timing for having this be part of the daily reading. When I'm having this conversation with you, it says in Proverbs 13, 14, when the lovers of God teach you truth, a fountain of life opens up within you. And their wise instruction will deliver you from the ways of death. And I thought that was so encouraging because that's what you're doing on this podcast. The lovers of God teaching you truth, a fountain of life opens up within you. So I feel like that's such an encouragement for all of us listening for the work that you're doing is that when we fall in love with Jesus and we share what he puts on our heart, we dig into the word together. It literally opens up this fountain of life within us and awakens us to what he has for us every day. So I thought that was kind of, kind of fun. That is so good. And I so relate to this because this morning I was also in the passion translation. I was writing a devotional on drawing near to God and I read it out of my, I usually use new living translation. I read it out of my Bible, but then I use the passion translation kind of like another resource. And I go there and I read it through him and, and then I read his footnotes and he just had enlightening 
footnotes. I, I am so with you on that point. I just, that just really helps to open up the word of God. And I think that's sometimes what women, what we need, what, what kind of stops us actually from really being passionate about the word and appreciating the word is we kind of like, well, what does that really mean? And when we can find a resource, and there's a few different resources. I use Warren Wearsby also, his New, New Testament commentary. Just, just people, Rick, um, Rick Renner, people who can unpack the word and bring such light, like this revelation light to it. Oh, I love that. Okay, Brooke, well, what is God currently speaking to you about? Well, staying in theme, it's really amazing how he is training my ear to hear. Oh, I, I love that. Like in this season, <laughs> yeah. um, more and more. And again, it's, it comes down to the everyday. Mm-hmm. And in this season of being up at night and um, feeding, taking care of a household, all the, all the tasks, I feel like never before he is tuning my ear to hear him throughout the day. I feel like there is utmost importance of actually getting in the word, right? And having that be our foundation. But then there's another piece and layer I feel like he has for us and women in particular. I feel like we are created in some ways to multitask, right? We have a lot of things that we're able to do at one time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And if we, if we didn't have that ability, like our families would be in trouble, you know, because of the gift and the way that God's designed us. But in that, I feel like, we're missing something when we don't allow the Lord to work through that. And so I've just noticed how he is being faithful in the everyday to um, train me. I love that. You know, um, I wish I had this passage memorized, the reference, but there, one, in one of the first Proverbs, it talks about tune my ears. It uses that word mm-hmm. tune and it's that yep. training part. And I just, mm-hmm. that I began this year with, that was one of the cries of my heart was wow. to tune my ears to your voice. And, and then with that comes wisdom and there is a training. Absolutely. Uh, I love it. And, and maybe you can just expound on maybe the Bible verses that you're looking at and how, he, how you feel like he's, he is tuning that ear. He is training your ear. Yeah. And I would say just practically, I find myself when I'm doing dishes or driving in the car, just turning to him more often. Yes. So not only, not only my ears, but my eyes. And so when there's hard things that are happening in a parent context, (laughs) um, and I don't know, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I have no solution in the moment of intensity that can happen, right? With kids Mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. Well, instead of me getting all frazzled, which a hundred percent old Brooke would do, Mm-hmm. I would get in my feelings. I would get offended. I would start to get angry. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say I never slip into that. However, more and more, I feel like as a daughter, I'm engaging Holy Spirit in that moment and saying, Holy Spirit, help me. Oh, <laughs> like that's, that's, so that's the good. greatest prayer. Like help. Mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. not know what to do. Help me. What do I say? How do I respond? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like as an example, how I'm parenting my children and I'm journeying with the Holy spirit. He is teaching me. He's parenting me. Yes. And he is, he is reframing my paradigm of his love for me, his affection toward me. And not only is that ministering to my heart, but I'm able to release that to my children, man, that is so good. Um, and then, you know, in my marriage, I feel like we're in a season right now, you know, the last couple of years, I feel like 
has been an invitation for all of us to focus back in home. And so my mm-hmm. marriage, you know, like, mm-hmm. Lord, how do you see my husband? Mm-hmm. How can I serve him? How can we be united in the mission that you have established for our family? Mm-hmm. I know when we got together and by the way, Brooke is a doll. She invited me to her home for some tea and <laughs> it was just so wonderful to connect, even though we're in totally different generations. She's the age of my daughters, but it was just delightful. But you said something about alignment. And I know the theme at our church, and we go to church together, the theme is alignment. And you said something about this season of alignment with your husband, like looking at his dreams and remembering where he his vision is and where he's headed and just aligning our hearts together in that. That just impacted me. I came home and started wow. talking to Scott about that. And, and we listened to the sermon again, the vision Sunday, you know, just that alignment with God, first of all, but then with our family, our spouse, our family, with one another. Powerful. So thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> It's so fun to learn from one another. Yeah, it really is. That. Yeah. So I would say, you know, along with the tuning my ears, it's like my eyes are being trained to look toward him often throughout the day. Mm-hmm. That's carrying me and really like lighting my heart on fire for him again. Yes. And it's like, you know, there's a saying that we have in our community, like shaking off the slumber. Uh-huh. Like, Lord, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a crusty Christian. I don't want mm-hmm. my heart mm-hmm. to get dull. I want to be um, affectionate towards you. And so it's been such a joy in this season to meet him more and more in those everyday moments. I don't have to wait until I have, you know, 20 minutes of quiet, hot cup of coffee word open to like have powerful revelations from him. It's really throughout the day. And then the last practical I'll share with this is try to get better of writing it down Oh, good. Even before, before this, um, conversation, Honestly, I just went right to my journal and I just, mm-hmm. okay, Lord. Okay. Yes. What have you been sharing with me? And I opened up my journal because I'm pretty consistently writing in there, not long chunks of text, but it's just a verse here. It's a thought there. It's a little word he shared with me throughout the day. And that has been proven to be so powerful for me too, to encourage my heart. Number one, I do hear his voice. Like we say in John 10, 10, we know the voice of our shepherd. So yes. sometimes, sometimes it gets dull. Sometimes we're like, am I really hearing him correctly? Mm-hmm. But I feel like when mm-hmm. we journal, we are faithful to write it down. It encourages our heart of, yes, we can hear from the Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. He is speaking to us. Yes. He is answering prayer. And so um, that's something that I'm working to be more diligent in. That is so good. You know, I think hearing God's voice can be one of the things that women get hung up on. Like, okay, so I'm sitting down, I've got my 15 minute quiet time. I've read my my scripture and now I want to hear him and I'm not hearing a thing. And I just try to tell women, you know what? Just just loosen up. Don't put that much pressure on yourself in that 15 minutes because what will happen is if you kind of just keep questioning God throughout the day, like you said, in the moment of crisis or in the moment of frustration or in the everyday, if we just keep looking and turning, like you said, our eyes to him, he'll, you'll hear his voice throughout the whole day. See, we'll hear it in a song or we'll hear somebody say it, or you get an impression. So that that's like happening all the time for you too. Is that the way it happens? A hundred percent. And I wonder how much we actually hear him, but we dismiss it. Yeah. Or we're like, oh, that that's my own thought, or that was just coincidence. I wonder how much 
he's actually speaking and we're just writing it off. Yes. It's interesting. Yes, I absolutely agree because I think he is speaking a whole lot more than what we are listening. And if we, like you said, once we start training ourselves, we will hear him in so much more. I love the the thought about tuning our ear and I'm not necessarily musical or musician, but you know, like you have to be on tune. It's like, it's kind of like a radio frequency. Mm-hmm. There's all these frequencies in our lives and we have the opportunity and the, the choice to decide what we're going to tune into. Yes. And so I feel like as we're tuning our ear and, and we're clicking to the channel of the Holy Spirit, sometimes that means like turning off other voices. It means rejecting other frequencies and saying, no, I'm going to tune and train my ear to listen to this frequency. And so I feel like in that decision and choice to hear from him, there's actually something we need to do to actively like turning off some of these other frequencies that are muddling the clarity that we're all craving. That is so true. You know, for um, a teaching I did once at a women's event, I bought a tuning fork because this was kind of my theme. And I, like you, I I know what tuning forks kind of are, but not really, but just in learning. So, so I clanged the tuning fork. It was, it was tuned to the key of C, I guess. And I clanged it. And then I had them try to match the tone in a very quiet, in a quiet setting. But then I had, I had most of the people start talking and just a few try to tune it and they couldn't hear it clear enough with all the racket going on around them. And, wow. and we, it was just such a, a visualization like, oh my word, all this noise as is going on around me. No wonder I can't tune in when I hear God's frequency, like oh. what you said. Just so, oh. and then just another thought too, I haven't gotten to physically do this, but I have read that if you have two tuning forks tuned to the same key, like two tuning forks tuned to C, if you hit one of them and it starts vibrating on C, the other one begins vibrating on its own and matches it exactly. And isn't that is just what you were saying. That is absolutely amazing. Like, let's hear, let's tune into God's frequency. And the action on our part is, I'm going to match that tune. I am going oh. to align my words and actions and behavior and thoughts according to what he is speaking. Wow. <laughs> I need to make myself like some tuning fork earrings. Oh, yes. <laughs> As like a little reminder. Maybe get, I'll get a tattoo, a little tuning fork tattoo just to remind me. Like, yes. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Our new little gadget we're carrying around our tuning fork. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, our necklace, something like just that symbolism is so cool. That is so, so stay cool. stay tuned at be- beckymeyerson.com for some yeah. tuning for necklaces. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'll do some videos with tuning forks. Oh my goodness. Oh, what Bible verses have just been meaning the most to you lately? Yeah, well, there's two. And the first one that I'll share, I remember really ministering to me when I wrote my book because that was when my daughter was also a newborn. And so I was found myself in this season and it's in Isaiah 40, 11. It says he will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will carry the lambs in his arms, holding them close to his heart. And here's the kicker. He will gently lead the mother sheep with their young. Uh, and uh-huh. I feel like no matter what stage we are in as women, that is such a beautiful picture because Naturally, I feel like we are nurturers by nature. Mm -hmm. And so to kind of flip 
the script and see not just us nurturing, you know, our families, the people in our lives, but Jesus, like he Mm -hmm. is the shepherd that carries us in his arms. Mm -hmm. And he goes on to say, he'll gently lead the mother sheep with their young. So I just feel like Jesus, and this is specifically, you know, for moms, Jesus sees us as mothers. Yes. As mother hearts. And he sees the sacrifice on a daily level, whether your kids are at home or out of the house, whether you, your mothering is more spiritual. Mm -hmm. He sees how we care and how we sacrifice and how we love those around us. And he's saying, I do the same thing for you. You know, when your child cries or when your daughter calls you from college crying, you know how your heart goes out to them. Mm -hmm. He's like, my heart goes out to you. My heart is compassionate and soft towards you. And so I feel like, yeah, in this season, I'm finding myself in it's such a great reminder for me. And I feel like I have days that I miss the mark or I'm tired, or it's like, I haven't even done X, Y, and Z because I'm so caught up in just the <laughs> tasks of keeping other humans alive. Yes. So Lord, you see, you see me, um, exactly where I, where I am. And what a um, the, beautiful the last, picture. The, the last thing I'll say about this verse is when it says holding them close to his heart, some translations say bosom. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a funny word in today's culture, but uh-huh. like the picture, because I'm in this right now, the picture of like, if I can say this, like breastfeeding, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is for a, a baby. That is like the epitome of safety, the epitome mm-hmm. of nourishment, like life, mm-hmm. life happens here in the mm-hmm. chest. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like um, there's been a few times just nur- nursing my son or holding my son and he's so comforted by being close to me there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what a picture of us as we lean into Jesus's heart, his bosom per se, like light, literally life. It's like our lifeline. Yes. It's nourishment. It's like nothing can touch us when we choose to lean in close. So I just feel like that imagery is so, so beautiful. And then the last verse I'll share that really summarizes what I've been sharing about faithfulness in the everyday, tuning our ear Mm -hmm. in the everyday moments. Again, this is in the passion translation. So if you want to, you know, dig and dissect it in other translations, feel free. This is in Psalm 37, 18. It says day by day, the Lord watches the good deeds of the godly and he prepares for them his forever reward. Hmm. And what I love about that is like the day by day. Yes. Just like the day by day, he is so in it day by day. It's not just on Sundays. It's not just on our Bible studies, like day by day, he's watching day by day. He's there. And again, he goes a step further. He's not just observing. He's actually preparing for us a reward, Hmm. an eternal reward as he sees the faithfulness of his kids day by day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Faithfulness in the everyday. So good. Well, what's just one last thought or encouragement that, that you would like to share with our listeners? Sure. Thanks for asking that question. And I would really encourage the listeners. Oh yeah, this is really practical, but our days can so easily fill up. And especially if you're like me, kind of like a type A goer doer, it's easy to fill up our days with a lot of tasks. But something that I've put into practice in the last couple of years is generally, not always, but generally (laughs) the night before I have my paper planner and I just go over my day. Okay. What's the most important task Mm. for this day that I need to accomplish? Mm. And then, yes, I can write down my other to do's and little things that would be nice if they got done. 
But the other thing that I write down more and more in my daily planner, my daily task list is like actually like pray (laughs) or Bible. I'll just write Bible. So at least like when I'm looking at my, when I get distracted throughout the day or I feel like I have a couple minutes, I'm like, okay, what do I do now with my time? Right. Especially like stay at home moms. This can, I feel be like a challenge. They're like, yeah, what actually did we do today? (laughs) And when I actually have a few minutes to myself, what should I be doing to fill that time? Yes. So I feel like I refer back to this paper planner time and time again throughout the day to like, okay, am I, am I on task? Am I being faithful with the time that I have? Even if Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, fold the laundry, you know, whatever it is, I know that at the end of the day, I, I prioritize the most important thing, which for me also includes, did I connect with Jesus today? Right. Yes. Or did I, did I um, call up or um, ask a friend to just to pray on the phone for 10 minutes. Like those mm. things that really encourage our hearts. Again, it's, it goes back to like the faithfulness in the everyday. And I feel like I am such a proponent of writing things down. You, you heard me say journaling, you heard me say, yes. you know, paper planner. <laughs> paper. And I understand <laughs> some people love their electronics. Your brain is like writing something down. There's, there's yes. something powerful that happens. Okay. Yes being the point. Um, so I would really encourage, you know, if you're someone who feels like you're sort of, you're feeling discouraged at the end of end of your days, you're not sure how to like really make this practical. Um, yeah, just the night before, I feel like there's also something important about doing it the night before, because I swear once you wake up, right, you wake up, you have breakfast, you take a shower and before you know it, it's like 10 o'clock. Yep. And <laughs> and then you look you look at your plan and it's like too late. So I feel like when you wake up in the morning knowing, okay, these are this is my most important task. If I were to get this thing done and be happy at the end of the day, um, I feel it gives us as women just clarity and purposefulness to our days. I love that. And I love your perspective of of from a mom's point, a young mom's point of view with the little ones. And I'm just going to take a minute and give the perspective from the uh, over 60 crew of us. Yes, let's that hear. Don't it. have to wake up with children all around us in the morning. You know, we have a little yeah. quieter moment moments in the morning. Yeah. But, but I am so with you. I am the paper girl. I I write things down. I have my day planned, and uh, but it does work because I have a quieter moment. I I do look at it in the morning. And, and what God has been teaching to me, and maybe this just happens when you turn 60 and above, um, teach me to number my days <laughs> that I may gain a heart of wisdom. And so I ask myself a couple of things, um, or I announce a couple of things to my day. This is God's day, not mine. And, and let me put my focus there. Like, what am I going to do today for God? Like, I'm not going to waste today. I, I am what, you know, this is God's day, not mine. And then um, affirm what I want out of the day. And I, I look at my list. And like you said, what's the most important thing? If I'm only going to get one or two things done today, what is the most important thing? And, and to remember God's mercy and goodness that is like right there in the middle of every one of those moments and every one of those, one of those things that I need to do. And uh, just, I also have this this thought written on my computer for when I open it up, it says, I have no control over the number of my days, but I do have control over the quality. And like, today's Uh the day, 
this is God's day. So beautiful. You know, wow. so I am so with you. You, I feel like you're like, you're like my younger self, only you're a lot wiser at your age than I was. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Time will tell. I love, I love that you, uh, the thing you said, announce things to my day. How powerful of a phrase is that? Like you're not letting the day just happen to you, but you are, are announcing, you're declaring with your words, speaking life into your day. Hey, day. Hey, day. This is how things are going to go today. Yes. Not like we can always control circumstances, but we can control our attitude, our, our affections, you know? Yes. Our attitude and our thinking. Like how am I going to approach this day with my thinking? You know? So um, yeah, just, it's just wonderful. Well, Brooke, you have been an absolute delight to visit with today. I know our, our listeners are absolutely blessed. So I just want to thank you so much for being with us. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for all that you're doing, Becky. And I just love continuing to get to know you and, and learn as well. Thanks everyone for listening. Have a great day. Hey friend, are you looking for a simple meditative Bible study guide that will help you daily center your life around God's word? If so, I want to invite you to join me in Rooted Live, a membership and community of women who are fully involved in life but still prioritize time in God's word. The Rooted Live study guides offer a place to start and a pathway for consistent growth. You will experience Bible reading not as something you have to do, but as a welcome addition to spend time in God's presence. Follow the links to my website and join the Rooted Live tribe. We are cheering for you as you grow and flourish in God's Word.